0: I might be doing something a little crazy. I've decided potentially, I have not committed yet, but Yale University has an open course on philosophy. Open meaning it's open to the public. You can join it right now online and go through 26 weeks of philosophical discussion, reading, and text. I'm very intrigued by this opportunity, and I do call it an opportunity because I have the ability and the time in my life to study philosophy at a greater depth. And the question I'm posing to you today is, why would you want to study philosophy in 2024? I have several reasons for you today that I think will help you find the courage to pick up a philosophical text. But before we get into this, I want to point out a very specific benefit of philosophy. The goal of philosophy is to live a better life. It is to understand the greater why and to ask questions that are critical to yourself and your own existence. So, as we get into this today, I'm going to cover three main arguments that I think will help you decide whether or not you should study philosophy in 2024. Spoiler alert, I think you should study philosophy in 2024. All right, let's get into it. Here we go. Welcome to this week's episode of the Read Well Podcast My name is Eddie Hood, and I'm your host, where I believe it's more important to read well than to be well read. So grab your favorite book, open up your notes, and let's get ready to learn something fascinating. Well, it's almost 2024. And as I mentioned in the intro, I am considering attending the free, open Yale course on philosophy. I'm very excited about it. It's called Philosophy and the Science of Human Nature. Now, again, this is a 26-week course. Uh, I, I'm interested in it because we're studying several things from Aristotle's Nicomachean Ethics to Epictetus, and I believe there is even some David Hume in there. I, I'm excited about it. I just have to make sure I can commit to this level of study because if I do this, I really want to get as much as possible out of it. And yes, I will be filming my experience of this on my YouTube channel so that you can kind of follow along and watch me in my joy and misery of learning. Now, let's jump into why I think you should consider studying philosophy in 2024. I mean, In short, I am practically a god, or at least I would have been in the eyes of the ancient philosophers like Seneca, Plato, and Kant. And that's because I can use artificial intelligence to write full-length books at the snap of a finger. I can order food and have it delivered to my door within 30 minutes. And yes, I can fill my body with supplements, work from anywhere in the world, and sleep in a temperature-controlled bed. Those feats of power were unheard of even a few years ago. Now, despite the extravagance and the ease of living, I wonder if it's all for our benefit. We're losing the art of doing hard things, knowing our true selves and honestly being resilient. I think we're weakening as a people. I know I can see it in my own life. So on today's show, I aim to convince you that there is a way to live in this over-optimized world without losing your sense of self. And that is by studying philosophy. There are three reasons for this that we're gonna cover in the show today. First, you're not living freely. Every day, you're tossed about based on other people's decisions. Second, you're living in a world of uncontrolled prosperity which only promotes a more is better attitude. And finally, you're likely out of touch with your true nature, which is why you feel depressed, anxious, and at times overwhelmed. Now I'm going to be referencing Seneca's letters from a Stoic to make my arguments today. So if you have a copy, please feel free to follow along. Let's dig into the first reason why I think studying philosophy in the coming year is going to be valuable for us. First, that studying philosophy helps us to live freely. Seneca argues that we're not living freely. Now, what does this mean? Well, consider why you're in the career that you're in, or why you even chose to wear the clothes that you're wearing today. You hoped to look a specific way potentially to impress a certain person or to get the job or whatever it might have been. Consider how you eat or the addictions that you battle. You're influenced at every level of your life, and when I say you, I'm including myself in that classification. Our lives have been directed by a marketing department, our parents' beliefs, our bosses, and our closest friends. So, the degree to which we are influenced is proportionate to the degree in which we know ourselves. Unfortunately, many of us have not taken the time to understand who we are. In letter 37, Seneca suggests the following, I'm going to read this slowly and hopefully you can find some value in this if you're out driving or whatever. So he says, How can I free myself? This way will be afforded you by philosophy. Betake yourself, therefore, to philosophy if you would be safe, untroubled, happy, and fine if you wish to be free. You see, Seneca suggests that the questions posed by philosophy are the kinds of questions everyone should face if they are going to live according to their own terms. What does that mean? What are the questions that philosophy asks and why are they so valuable to you today? Well, to give you an example, here are a few questions the philosophers of the past have always tried to understand. 1. Is there a God? 2. What is the purpose of life? 3. What are my values and morals? 4. What makes a person virtuous? 5. How can I know if something is true? I like that one in particular. We'll talk about that one in just a minute. 6. What is justice? And how should it be applied? Seven, how should one spend their time? See, by studying philosophy, you get to wade in the pool with some of the world's greatest thinkers on these topics. So as a quick exercise, I promised we would talk about number five. Let's do that right now. How can you know if something is true? Have you ever thought about that? If you can't answer the question, you are more prone to believing everything you're told. Until you know what is true for yourself, other people's views will govern how you live. And again, I have seen this in my own life. I look back at the times where groupthink got the better of me, where I just believed on faith and because I trusted other people, I went along with the conversation. Looking back on those moments and decisions of my life, I wish I had been more logical and more reasonable about my decisions versus just believing and doing what everybody else was doing. And that's the power that comes with studying philosophy. See, technology and humankind are evolving way too fast. And unless you hit pause in 2024 and consider these questions, you're never going to be your authentic self. Hey everyone, I want to take just a quick second in the middle of this podcast to tell you about Highlightish.com. Think of highlighting a book but add I-S-H at the end. Highlightish.com is the tool that I use to make better book notes and to organize my writing. It's where I go to capture my favorite passages, annotate them, and then to turn that research into essays, blog posts, or research papers. If you're someone that wants to get more out of the books that you love and you want to turn that into great output, go to Highlightish.com today. Thanks for listening and let's get back to the show. The second reason why I think we should study philosophy in 2024 is that our soul is ruined by uncontrolled prosperity. Now, This is also coming from Seneca in letter 39 in his book Letters from a Stoic. He suggests that our souls are ruined by uncontrolled prosperity. So this is interesting advice, right? He's coming from someone, Seneca, who lived in complete excess. He would have been the equivalent of a Jeff Bezos or a Bill Gates during his time. Seneca was very wealthy due to his association with Nero, the Roman emperor, who was a very bad guy. But Seneca himself was doing his best to live a stoic life amidst the political strife that he was caught up in and also his own personal failings. He wanted to be better, and I think that's one of the pillars of a philosopher or anybody studying philosophy, is we're in the work because we're trying to improve ourselves wherever our standing in life is at. So today is full of uncontrolled prosperity. Now, as I mentioned in the beginning of the show, I am essentially a God because I have unlimited power at my disposal. And you are the same. Credit cards allow us to buy and pay later. You can live comfortably without roaming the lands for food or ducking into caves at night at the sight of murderous opponents. To be honest, it's pretty great. We're comfortable. In fact, we're too comfortable and it's starting to show. Our waistlines are growing, our attention spans are shrinking, and our ability to show compassion for other humans is being ground to a pulp. If someone doesn't agree with your opinion, you are digitally stoned to death. Seneca gives us the following idea. Too rich a soil makes a grain fall flat. So what he's saying here is if the soil is too rich, if it's got too much nutrient in it, the grain actually doesn't prosper very well. He goes on to say, Branches break down under too heavy a load. Excessive productiveness does not bring fruit to ripeness. This is the case with the soul also, for it is ruined by uncontrolled prosperity, which is used not only to the detriment of others, but also to the detriment of itself. I think that's true in my own life, if I have access to uncontrolled prosperity, I get gluttonous, I get greedy, I get lazy, right? I have found in my own personal life that when I live within a set of constraints, I am better for it. I am more productive, I am more happy, and I am more grateful when I am constrained by something. If I can just get and receive without trying, I take advantage of it. Now, philosophy exposes us to the ideas and beliefs we've never considered it forces us to examine ourselves, our behaviors, and our origins, that examination leads to the question, what in the hell am I doing with my life? And that's a powerful wake-up call that will bring you to your knees, but in a good way. Now, this third reason or argument as to why I think you should study philosophy in 2024 is my favorite example that Seneca gives us. Let's start by pointing out the fact that there is a lion in you. Yes, a lion. At your core, you are filled with an unparalleled purpose. The problem is that you're not living according to that nature. Instead, you've tamed your inner lion and taught it to do some cute tricks to gain public approval. That might sound harsh, but it's true, and I have done the same. I have tamed my lion in order to impress people, to get ahead, to do whatever, and when I do that, I always feel a sense of regret. Seneca suggests the following, the lion with the gilded mane, in other words, the lion that has like gold put in his hair or whatever, is in the process of being trained and forced by weariness to endure the decoration. It is sent into the arena in quite a different way from a wild lion whose spirit is unbroken. The latter indeed bolden his attack as nature wished him to be impressive because of his wild appearance. And it is his glory that none can look upon him without fear. So he's speaking about the gladiators arena, where some of the lions are trained to put on a show. You know, They would gild their manes with gold and teach them to do tricks. My question to you is this, do you ever feel like that gilded lion? Has your family, your work, your community gilded your mane? That lion is no longer living its true nature. Compare that with a wild lion in the arena, which is terrifying and spectacular. You can't take your eyes off of it. Why? Because it's a true lion living its values. Now, I'm not suggesting that you become vicious, and neither is Seneca, but you should be dangerous. People must understand that you are not one to be taken advantage of in any situation. You are not a pushover. A strong and independent man or woman is only concerned with living according to a set of values. Impressing others means very little to them. Seneca explains what your true nature is. As a human, you exist on this earth with something no other animal possesses. That is the ability to reason, and this idea is crucial to all of philosophy. If you exercise your Power to reason by studying philosophy and asking these hard questions of yourself you will reach your true potential however if you let reason go and allow the world to sweep you along you'll wake up one day feeling ashamed having to perform tricks for other people i think we feel this in our lives all the time we wake up and we think what am i doing how did i get here i've been in this job that i despise for 20 years i have no idea how time has flown by Those moments of self-reflection are critical to your success. Those are the moments where you take action. Those are the philosophical moments of your life. So yes, your ability to reason is what makes you human. Philosophy encourages you to think for yourself, which is needed now more than ever. Now, if you enjoyed this week's show, I want to give you a list of philosophy books you can get started with in order to begin this journey. If you're new to philosophy, then it can feel a little daunting because it is a broad topic and it can be a very confusing topic. So I've put together three books that I think you'll find helpful that are very accessible to a new philosophy student and are very packed full of meaningful conversation. So the first is the one we've been talking about today, which is Letters from a Stoic by Seneca. Now, you know, this was written around 63 to 65 AD, it's very old and it's very applicable today. I think that's why the stoic branch of philosophy is so popular now because its tenets are so applicable to living in an emotionally chaotic world. The next source I would like to suggest to you is called The Problems of Philosophy by Bertrand Russell, written around 1912. This is a great book that exposes you to several different ideas in philosophy and helps you as a new student figure out how to approach the topic in a way that is suitable to you in your own personal life. The third is a contemporary book by Jordan B. Peterson, called The Twelve Rules for Life. This is a book that has 12 different essays in it that you can read and they're quite short and easy to get through, but it's a great book and it's a really beautiful thing to read because it's written in today's modern language and Dr. Peterson is very insightful when it comes to philosophical thinking. Now, if you're looking for an even more profound challenge, I would suggest the following two works as well. The Human Condition by Hannah Arendt, written in 1958, and An Inquiry Concerning Human Understanding by David Hume. Hume is a very popular writer because although he was writing in the 1700s, almost feels like he's a contemporary author today. He was writing at such a language level that it's applicable to everybody. And most people can pick up Hume and not get completely lost in it, which is a huge benefit to any philosophical writing. Now, last but not least, I would love to invite you to join my focus letter. This is a letter I send out each week to everybody in the Read Well podcast community. My job there is to help you stay focused on reading important works, works that I believe are moving the needle forward in our lives, like letters from a Stoic. Uh, It's something I send out each week just via email, of course, and you can get access to that by going to thereadwellpodcast.com and then up in the right hand corner just click the subscribe button i don't spam you i don't send thousands of advertisements i don't share your information with anybody i take that letter very personal that's why i call it the focus letter rather than a newsletter i think newsletters are just an amalgamation of ads so i hope you find your way to that so that we can get deeper in our relationship reading together I look forward to getting to know you, and until next week, happy reading, and thanks for listening. If you'd like to take your reading to the next level, then head on over to our website at thereadwellpodcast.com. There you can get access to my weekly newsletter as well as up-to-date show information. Also, don't forget that I learned software development on the side just so that I could build a program to help us make better book notes as we read. If you're interested, go to highlightish.com. Think of highlighting a book, but add ish, I-S-H, at the end. Highlightish.com. Thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll see you on the next show.